Hi, everybody. I just would like to say that thank you for joining us today and taking the time out of your day to join us on our very first podcast of Lower the Bar with John and Joe. And I'm John Lewis. And I'm Joe Fissette. Welcome. Yes. We're very happy to be here. Absolutely. We have a great program for you today, and we'll be telling you all about what our plan is. But first, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Well, I am a practitioner that utilizes sound to create health and wellness in the body. Uh, it's known today as internal entrainment cellular therapy, but my modality is a little different than everybody else's because I'm able to manipulate my vocal cords to create healing frequency of 528 hertz to create stasis in the body. And what I do is I use quartz and selenite to target errant cells in the body to transmute cell structure. And a lot of people use tuning forks, other types of sound uh, to create this. But again, I'm able to use my vocal cords to establish this frequency to have impact on the body. That sounds really deep. Is it like just a sound that you use that makes contact with cells that aren't healthy enough? Well, yes, I make a certain sound vibration in my vocal cords again, like I just said, and it syncs up with this 528 Hertz, mm -hmm. which is scientifically proven to, again, affect cells how they vibrate. This is all about string theory and quantum entanglement. Oh my goodness. Yes. So uh, that's what I do. Basically. And I know it works because you've healed me two different times incredibly. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, I also had something happen to me uh, almost eight years ago that impacted my life incredibly. And I'm going to go uh, in the next podcast that we have talk about it and let people know. And it happened in such a way that after it happened to me, uh, everything changed in my life. I could hear things, see things. Can you just tell us about just the first part of it, like in the car? Uh, well, I was driving one day and had to pull over. But before that happened, I thought I was very ill. I had long-term memory, short-term memory loss, confusion, uh, shaking, tremors, weird sensations in my body. And I thought something was really wrong with me, Joe. And one day I'm driving and I pulled over because I had this vibration in my feet. I thought, you know, is there something wrong with my car? And I parked the car and I thought the car was running, but I turned the car off and it worked its way up my body. And the next thing I knew I blacked out. And when I came to, uh, something happened. I didn't feel like it was me in my body, but it wasn't me. Not only that, I could see better, wow. hear better. I could feel things. The shaking stopped, all the tremors. Uh, I was remembering things. Things were flooding in my mind. Uh, memories that I, I never even remembered in my entire life. I, I just like sharp as a tack, like mm -hmm. instant change. And this kind of freaked me out a little bit. I didn't know what was happening to me. And I consulted my family and they connected me with a man who had traveled all over the world, was a clairvoyant medium, and... Excuse me, just a minute. Do you think that's when you became clairvoyant, clairaudient? You, maybe you didn't know it, but when you look yes. back on that, 
Yeah, I would, I would definitely, like would. definitely. So he began to explain what had happened to me. And this was way over my pay at the time. This, this was a lot for me to digest and take in. But I listened to him. And little did I know, uh, a few days after that, something happened. And he told me it would all reveal itself. And, you know, I was like, oh, gee, thanks for the pearls. Because <laughs> I was completely, you know. I was freaked out by this. I had no idea. Plus, you didn't know what to expect. No, not at all. So uh, that's kind of how it unfolded. And then, uh, again, something happened a few days later that kind of confirmed all this for me. And uh, I'm going to explain that in another episode. So I don't want to belabor the point. But, yes, something dramatic happened. And it completely changed my life. Wow. And I just want to say one thing, though, that I found my that feels so good, doesn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I struggled a lot of my life. I've gone through a lot of trauma and suffering on many levels, physically, emotionally, and everything changed from that moment. I'm still doing the inner work. I'm still working on myself, but but something dramatically changed that day. It's never the same. And I am so grateful for that. Yeah. Because again, I found my purpose and really understand what I do and, and the work that I do now. So uh, again, I'm very grateful. So enough of me. All right, let's hear a little bit about who you are. Speaking of you finding do. your purpose, we will have a podcast that will show you how to find your purpose. I do that with a lot of my clients. I will take them to a soul space to find their purpose. Well, you want to but, tell our audience? Yeah, I, I will. No, I'm going to tell them right now. Okay. Yeah, uh, I am a master hypnotist. I'm one of seven boards certified by the Banyan Institute in Texas. And I'm also certified by the International National Guild of Hypnotists. Uh, I'm also a certified teacher and I teach seventh path hypnosis. I, I do a lot of uh, five path soul work past life regression. I do a lot of things. It really doesn't matter what the subject is. If it doesn't require, uh, if it does require a doctor's intervention, we get permission from your doctor and we work together on your goals. But that's what I do. And I love what I do. But speaking about purposes, I remember when I was 30 years, I was a teacher of emotionally disturbed girls And it was so difficult the first two years. And then I really began to love it. Once I realized they weren't angry with me, they were angry with life. And they liked being in my classroom because I accepted them. Yeah, that was was a hard lesson to learn, though. It took a long time. But I always thought that was my purpose because I loved being with them so much. How beautiful for them, too, that you had that sort of take from them. Everyone. Well, we only had six in a class. So you got to know every student. So at the most, I had 30 students all year long. Mm. And sometimes they would come and go. They'd be discharged because they lived where I worked. Um, But then after 30 years and I retired, I went with my daughter. After we traveled for a long time, my husband and I, uh, during the year, all different places in the world. I was searching for something, but I didn't know that. And I saw a piece of paper on a wall up at a a place that my daughter took me to go for a meditation. And it said, would you like to become a hypnotist? Hmm. Spend the weekend with me and 
12 other people. And I thought, what was your initial reaction? Oh, I was so, who wants to do that? Who would want to be a hypnotist? What is a hypnotist? I think I was still suffering from hypnotists. Well, there's such stigma about it. Yes. Uh, I don't think there is so much anymore, especially within the group that I work, because our techniques are the best in the world. There is no doubt about it. Because I, this man that I learned from, I call that my regular hypnosis uh, degree or whatever you want to call. But then I met Cal Banyan from Texas, from the Banyan Center. And I learned from him everything that I thought I should have learned the first time. You know, sometimes you just think, I know there's things I don't know, but I don't know what I don't know, but I don't feel adequate. I don't feel like I know how to get somebody deep enough and be sure I'm there. I don't know. I learned all that. I heard him speak. I heard him at, at a national guild. I walked by a room and I heard him say, there's nothing wrong with depression. Huh. Nothing at all. And I went, what? Yeah, that must have thrown. And I stood outside his room, uh, the room he was speaking in. I said, and then I heard him say, depression is telling you that you already passed frustration. Whatever you were doing on that first initial emotion, you're not satisfied in a healthy way. And I thought, wow, that makes sense. I think I'll go listen to him in a talk. Within two months, I was in his master class, flew to Texas and... We know the rest of the story. (laughs) I have all my credentials practically are from him. Advanced classes, online classes. Uh, I became the teacher of that master class. I am the teacher of that master class. So that's my story. I love getting up every day doing what I do. And it just so happens that John and I met each other and we have so many goals in common that, um, and we'll talk about that at the end, how we link up. Well, first, uh, we just want to tell our audience a couple of things, a disclaimer that we do not claim to heal, to cure anybody uh, on that level. What we do- we On a re- medical level, yeah. Yes, we reverse uh, illness, disease, but we, we don't say we cure. I, I say- if you follow my instructions, I can guide you 100% to achieve your goals. If you follow my instructions. And, and I don't mean to interrupt, but on that note, I think with what you and I do, uh, certainly my modality and yours, there is a participation on the patient as opposed to allopathic medicine that you go to a doctor, you know, you tell them about your symptoms, they run tests on you, then they'll prescribe medications, you'll have surgeries or other procedures. It's outside yourself. In this kind of modality, you're a participant. You have to be a part of the experience, moving through whatever you're working on internally uh, and allow that catharsis to go on and to, again, move through it. So uh, I think that's very important. Also too, some of the subject matter we're gonna talk about is inappropriate for kids. So it's really up to you parents to monitor that and watch your children and see what's appropriate for them. And we just want to, you know. And we'll always tell you at the end of our podcast what we're going to do next time. If you have any concerns, please just email us at lowerthebar 
at gmail.com and we will we will give you any information that you need. Yeah, well said. So Joe, let's talk a little bit about our alignment and what really brought us together and what prompted us to have this podcast. Well, all right, I'll talk about it from the very beginning. One of my clients said, you have to meet my friend. That and would be moi. <laughs> and I said, okay, someday when you're home from work and I don't have a client. So a couple of weeks later, she called me. She said, are you busy? And I, I, my last client had just left. I said, no, come on over. She just happened to live around the corner from me. So she and John came over and we talked. And I don't really remember the next time you came over without her because it seems like it was a million years ago. John and I could talk. If he came over and I didn't have a client, three hours later, we were saying, what? Three hours went by. And we talked. It felt like five minutes. I, it, it was, and it happens every single time we're together. We just align so well. We have the same interests and the same goals for making impact on people's lives. So one day, I don't know which one of, I, I, probably was you, we should do a podcast. This conversation should be heard by a lot of people because it's enlightening. And I said, yes, it's enlightening to me. So that's how it came to be. Do you have anything to add to that? Or do you want to talk about how did we come to lower the bar? I remember. Oh, I know, because you did a healing with me. Yes. You did a healing yes. with me. Uh, I was working on Joe, and she had a problem in her hip. She's had it for a while. Uh, Joe's an empath, by the way. Yes. Well, we both are, but she would take on a lot of the stress, a lot of the emotions. toxicity and emotions of her clients, and then it would manifest in her body. So I did some work on her. Always in the same place, my left hip. So I did some work, uh, and we were sitting outside. It was a beautiful day, spring day, and we sat outside, and she was sitting in the chair, and I told her to put her feet on my legs, you know, to put them on top. And she looked at me cross-eyed, <laughs> like, what, what, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, and my neighbors might come in wondering, who's this guy? You got your feet in his lap. Yes. So uh, I started to take her shoes and socks off, which she had a revolt because she said, no one touches my feet, not even my husband. Because I'm started So I started laughing at... Uh, but I, I, I didn't care. I just went forward and kind of relaxed into it. If I remember. Oh, yeah. It, did, it didn't take long. It didn't take a little while. It felt wonderful. And Have your feet massaged for an hour and 10 minutes. Are you kidding? Well, hey, I, I got a pain in my hip. <laughs> well, I started doing this toning work. I, I call it toning. It's an ancient modality uh, using vibration. So I started to work and something told me to go to her feet because uh, in Eastern medicine, a lot of that dialogue, uh, kinesiology, you know, the, the soles of the feet carry uh, the sort of highway to organs and different systems in the body, and you can access them through the soles of your feet. So something guided me and directed me to the soles of her feet, and I started doing this toning work. And I don't know, I think we did it for like 
for an hour. It was an hour and 10 minutes. And what really hit me after we were working was what you had said to me that you had this vision and why don't you tell people what happened? Oh yes, that's right, I did. Uh, Because I was trying to concentrate and overcompensate for what I thought would be a terribly ticklish episode, I just was focusing on what John said. He was doing this with love, with intent, and passing on healing. So I said, all right, I'm just going to uh, receive it. Now, how did we? Accept and receive. Accept, receive in a loop. And it was like a circle made up of two arrows. And it just kept going around and around and the whole time. And that's how I concentrated and focused on it. So when we got done, I'm sure you were wondering, how come you didn't laugh? Um, so ticklish because I was on for so long. And I told him about this loop. So you have to believe, you have to accept. That's what I did. Receive. Um, release. A release and release whatever it is. For me, it was release the pain, not, you know, I suppose there were emotions behind that. Release the pain and then rejoice with gratitude. And that's exactly what I did. And then we had already talked, didn't we, about lowering the, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That was the conversation earlier on in the morning when we were talking about it. And that really was in relationship to the expectations we have. Mm-hmm. You know, all the expectations we put on ourselves, we set the bar so high that we never meet them. And then it is a open door to, you know, we, we're our own worst enemies. Well, think we, about why we set those so high. Right. We're well, used so, to failing. We're well, looking forward to failing. I think sometimes we even do it with intent, yes. knowing that we're never going to meet these expectations. So it's an well, easy again, door open to beat ourselves up, reprimand, you know, keep shame, guilt, whatever, yep. whatever yep. issues we have internally. And this is a way of understanding that narrative and lowering the expectation and just sort of the adage of, Stop and smell the roses. Appreciate mm-hmm. just the little things that you can do in your life that make you feel good. And then you can move little forward. Steps. Yes, exactly. Little steps. And in exactly. my practice about a year ago, I decided to do something that one of my colleagues does. And it's called the conscious buy-in. I always have goals for my client that whatever that pit in their stomach or wherever it is that they come in with, that's gone when they're done with me. But my clients also make goals for themselves. And I use the conscious buy-in with them every week. I have a sheet they fill out with their goals. I go over them so that they're worded in the present tense and they're achievable and simple. And then each week I have them put a score on it, one to 10. So they can see the little increments that they're gaining. And that's lower the bar. Don't expect to go from one to 10 because you're gonna be disappointed most of the time. So how about saying, hey, you've been with me three sessions and you're at an eight. How's that feel? Awesome. So that's where lower the bar, B-A-R-R-R. Amen. And it's important. 
that we, we really need to understand this because difference. when we lower the expectations, we are not as hard on ourselves. And that's really where change begins, people, is forgiveness. And usually it's yourself for all the things you think you did or didn't do in your life. And then going inward, nurturing that little child that was, and, and that's all my of first that. Session. Yes, all yes. of that inner work that we need to do, it starts there. So just let yourself be, be okay. It's, it, it, you know, lower the bar. Not that you mm -hmm. don't want to set high expectations for yourself, but, you know, put that at kind of in the background take the little steps to get you at least on the road or, you know, you're the, you make that little snowball and then throw it down the hill and yep. watch it gather steam and get bigger and bigger. It, it's a metaphor and yeah, for a lot, just allow Absolutely. yourself to be. It's short-term and long-term goals. Exactly. I work with short-term because when you achieve all the short-term, you have achieved your long-term goals. But that's what people have to realize that, uh, have gratitude for the growth that you've had today. It makes a huge difference. Almost every client I work with has this issue. Now, it's different in everybody because we're all unique, just like there's not a, a, the same thumbprint in the world of 8 billion people. So even though we all share a very similar experience, it's authentic to yourself. You know, you have your own issues, your own triggers, whatever it is to move through it, but most everybody suffers from this kind of inner dialogue. Not everybody, but a lot of us do. So I want to ask you something. This is not something we've talked about. <laughs> if I were watching you on this podcast, mm -hmm. what would prompt me to call you? I mean, they know what to call a hypnotist for, but when I call you, what would I be looking for? For you to tone me? That's a good question. All right. I'm just going to say. I am given messages for you specifically. So whatever it is internally that you're struggling with, whatever it might be that you don't know or understand, I'm given a specific template for you to do the work. Where, where do you get these messages? That's a loaded question, Joe. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, I think people uh, want to know that uh, from a higher power. Uh, yes, this is from source. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, that might make a lot of people uncomfortable. It made oh. me uncomfortable in the beginning, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. it so, is true. That's a gift that you have. And yes. I think, I think I, our I'm audience not, needs I, to hear. Yeah, but I'm not big on tuning my horn. I, okay. I, I'm, well, in case somebody wanted to call you, I just want them to be able okay. to know. Yes. But I want to be very clear with our audience. It's a very specific message. We all have inner work to do. And for some reason, I'm given that information specifically for that person so they can figure out their theorem to their curriculum. You know, we all come to do the work. So I'm given the message for them to finally figure it out. You know, this isn't therapy. This is really empowerment. Mm -hmm. This is, if you do the inner work, just like we talked about before, something's going to happen. Change is going to happen. 
I know it's scary. It, it scared the crap out of me, but I had nothing else to lose. I just jumped right in the deep end and everything changed. And it does seem like people are searching. Sometimes they don't really know what they're yes. searching for. First of all, empowerment. And that's yes. what I like to give my clients to. Uh, One other thing I want to touch on yeah. that note, because you just made me think about this. A lot of times we have issues in our life that we don't understand. We can't connect them. Uh, you know, we can be really healthy too, internally. And living a life that brings us what we need and all of that. But there are times when things come up in our life where we have a feeling, we're feeling melancholy or depressed, and we don't know why. It's completely out of the blue. Mm -hmm. There's no trigger. Nothing happened to you during your day. You know, your grandmother didn't die or, you know, something like that. Something just happens and you don't know that cell memory. Oh, yeah. And we're going to uh, we talk about to, that yeah. in another broadcast. We need to do uh, a whole emotional resonance and that. cell memory. Mm -hmm. And I'm just here to let you guys know that if something like that comes up for you completely out of the blue and you don't know why, or, that's what it is. Or where it comes from. And yeah. we're going to teach you how to identify it and mm -hmm. how to work with it and let it work for you so you can clear it and it doesn't impact you. And this is normally why. Things happen in our life that we have no understanding, or why does this keep happening? Oh, this is so messed up. Oh, yep. God, and why, why do I, I get feel out of this? that way? Exactly. Well, that's the reason why, because we don't really consciously understand. You know, only eight or nine percent of our mind is conscious, the other 91 or 92 percent mm -hmm. is our subconscious. So right. it's learning to integrate uh, that and understanding it, and then identifying it, and then purging it and let go. And then these things don't keep happening in your life. You know, you, you don't keep reliving it because you've moved through it. And that's really very important. What we want to offer you guys, the kind of template and the structure. So you can do this for yourself, that you don't have to struggle anymore, that you can begin to identify these feelings or emotions and then let go of them. You know, that's yes. the whole point. And that's really. That's the biggest thing, identifying yes. them. And this is why we did this podcast, because so many of us don't know because we don't know, we don't know what we don't know. So we just wanna bring awareness and hopefully this will have impact on you guys. And you can begin these exercises to do for yourself and see for yourself what happens. I'd like to talk a little bit about a book that everyone in my practice gets. The Secret Language of Feelings relates to eight different feelings. Any feeling that you have, if you've had it a long time and it isn't satisfied healthily, it leads to frustration. If you've been frustrated for a long time with this same feeling, it leads to depression. Now, it's not the same kind of depression as depression due to uh, a deficiency in your body. This is depression because you haven't responded to an emotion in a correct way, in a healthy way, I should say, for you. So we're going to talk a lot about that. We'll probably talk about emotions in almost every single a podcast that we do because it really is the center of human life. So please, if you're interested, you can get this book on Amazon, probably other places too. It's a wonderful book. It's an easy read. It's not, um, it's written on the fourth grade level, which means that just about anybody can understand it. But once you understand that all you have to do 
identify the feeling. Look at how you're responding to it. How's that working for you? No, it's not. I'm eating too much, drinking too much, gambling to cover up. Change your response. This book teaches you how to do it. And it's awesome. So I'm asking you, telling you that we're going to be talking in detail about it. Next time, when we talk about empathy and this. That's awesome, Joe. Yeah, that's a great book. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I'd like to say before we get going here is anyone who's watching, uh, I have a mantra for you guys for the week. That is patience. Patience with yourself. Stop being so hard on you. You know, just, just lower the bar a little bit. Don't be so hard. Things will come at you much easier. You'll be able to process, digest, figure it out easier. Stop overthinking everything. Just simplify. And just realize that you were born with everything you need to do everything you came in this world to do. You were born perfect. But then the world and your mind put stuff in there. It's most of it's not true about you. You can change that path. Yes. So next podcast, we're going to talk about more in detail about who we are and really how we got here. How I got where I am and how John got the gifts that he got and what happened. So it should be very interesting. Be very prepared for that. Also, at the end of every single show, we will give you a recommendation of a book or perhaps... Okay, I think we're going to have to change every podcast that somehow that that's happened before. But that's okay. That's a sign that we're making impact. So please let us know at lowerthebar at gmail.com. We really look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much, guys, for the privilege of your time. Love and light to everybody. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Have a wonderful week.